The Pete, Matt and Kimber podcast for Lottery West. That's the ticket because all available profits go to funding good stuff for WA. Play responsibly. 1-800-858-858. Hello, welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the podcast. Hello. Morning. Uh, we do podcasts differently these days. Hopefully yeah. you're starting to catch on. We have a little bit of a chat about something or other. Exclusive material for the podcast. Exclusive. Producer Exclusive. Rami and producer Kerrod joining us. Producer. Exclusive. Exclusive. Let's be honest, it wasn't good enough to make the show, <laughs> yeah. but we've got it. Oh, trust me. And, yeah. and not good enough to make the show for tomorrow either. No. Yeah, just good enough to waste <laughs> well, it on no. us. No, no, guys, trust me, this that's one for today is. <laughs> all right. It was really good, but was it? we didn't have room for it. Mm. And I think we can have more fun with it on the podcast. Go on. Okay. Kerrod? Pete, you pitched us a little story this morning about uh, pornography. I did. Which oh, yeah, we definitely can't put this, this to air. Uh, well, so it, do, it depends on what, what your angle is, well, we as could it does on, in most porn. We could put on the air. But we could just be a, bit more, be a bit more loose on the podcast, I think. Yeah, we yes, can. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, what, yeah. what was the story? Uh, well, it's, it's about... Um, so it's it's about a I won't go into too much detail about the depth of the story, but it's about something happening over in New South Wales with regards to the private schools. And there's a private school in the pup yes. at the moment because yes. of some of the things that they've been telling boys. Uh, one of which is um, pornography causes holes in the brain. Right. Yes. And I was going to use it to launch a. Stunning phone, absolutely cracking phone where people would call up and go, oh, Hello, I've got a story to tell you yes. about pornography. <laughs> well, about the, the things that you're told, you know, by your parents, yeah, right? Lies, yeah, you know, yeah lies. lies you're yeah. told by your I don't know. It seems really everything. sad that when we tried to teach the truth of pornography, that boys weren't getting it. And so now we've gone down the route of lying to them in the hope that they worry about holes in their head. So I guess I shouldn't so not worrying about actually it. ask. They're not, they don't mean actual holes, right? It, Yes, that's what they mean. Well, I think they, they're suggesting oh, that, 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 that somehow that activity uh, is creating holes in the brain like, I don't know, a, a terrible degenerative disease. Or oh. the same way when you take drugs. I yeah. thought they just meant like, you know, lapses in your memory. Or, no, no. Like, you well, know. The, you know, they used to say that, that self-pleasure, masturbation would make you go blind, that kind of thing. Oh, well, that's right. true. As well as sitting close <laughs> to the television. Yeah. Also, isn't it incredible how many people tested that theory out? Yeah. Like the number of people who they went, look, if you masturbate, you're going to go blind. Yeah. Everyone went, well, let's just see. I mean, Pete ab- and Matt I mean, are the only two people that have glasses in the team. <laughs> oh, mate, I'm telling you. <laughs> oh, I've got 2020 vision, bro. <laughs> Let me tell you, mate, if that was true... I would be blind a hundred times do you, over. Do you know the best lie my mum ever told me that I really thought was legit and was mm. super disappointed to find out it wasn't, mm. was that I used to have quite bad nightmares when I was a kid and my mum reassured me by saying, don't worry, because adults don't have nightmares. Uh, it's oh. a kid's thing. So once you just once you grow up, you don't have to worry about this anymore. And that either I haven't grown up yet. Yeah. Have you had or milk and cheese before bed? It's a lie. It's called a mortgage. It was. Wouldn't it be amazing? Yeah. Like, you yeah. didn't get yeah. nightmares yeah. as an adult. Yeah. That's some adult relatable content, <laughs> yeah. right? Right, right there. Right. Right. I don't know if this is a lie I heard or if this is truth, but apparently, if you have milk and cheese before bed, or milk and or cheese before bed, it induces bad dreams. It can do. They yes. say that cheese nightmares. Yeah. People cheese. talk about it a lot, but cheese I will nightmares. never hear anybody talk about cheese in such a bad way. Ever in my oh, but you'll go pornography. Well, I've never heard of pornography. Yeah. Lots nightmares. of problems with pornography, guys. Lots yeah. of issues. I mean, it's interesting, isn't it, that a school would use 
you know, there's so many things that can be talked about in terms of pornography, in terms of its negative impacts on young people. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying it's all bad and, and, you know, pornography is not a new thing. Some of it's great. It's been around for a long, long time. But but there are there are negative you know attributes to it. We know that, and why not talk about the real negative yes. attributes to it, and not that it makes holes in your brain. That's, That's what I don't understand. Yeah, yeah. It's like we have to lie to them because we can't even seem like just the truth is too much. I yes, don't get it. Yes. Mm. Yeah. But it's a good story though, Pete. Cool story. I'm glad bro. You oh, it yeah. in. Cool story. Cool I just story, love. Bro. I just feel like we haven't dug. I feel like we should dig deeper. Mm. Do you guys watch porn? <laughs> This is I what mean, I wanted to get to. <laughs> digging pretty leftovers. deep, isn't it? Yeah. No one's going to fess up? No. Well, I mean, like every now and then, it. tapped into it. But yeah. like, I've, like, here's the thing. From a mm. women's perspective, and I'm not speaking for all women, but like, oh God, it gets pretty boring. Mm. Sorry, did you say, oh God, again? It gets, look, <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> how many ways, how many ways do we need to see women pretending they're getting pleasure? What do you mean yeah. Pretending. It's not mate. real. <laughs> no, they, oh, they're enjoying it. Mate. <laughs> Josh, what did you just say about the WWE? <laughs> I said the W. It no, like it's WWE. not. No, yes. it's not. Like, I can't believe it. I know. No, it's think, not. No, it is real. Mate, if you saw WrestleMania, not WrestleMania, <laughs> if you saw Royal Rumble over the weekend, you can't tell me what happened to Logan Paul was fake. <laughs> you can't. I presume there was a WWE event over the weekend. Yes, there was. Yeah, it okay. was WrestleMania. Somehow this Royal conversation Rumble. went... South. Yeah. I love that you, it's think getting it exciting. Went, you think it went south because it was talking about WWE. <laughs> well, yes. Anyway, I've you got a very keep, busy afternoon. Yeah. Well, and do keep listening to the podcast because we have material that actually made it to air. Mm. Oh. That we, we'll really? Reflect on. Yeah, yeah. We had the closed yeah. captioning from uh, The Bachelors yeah, that I watched right. last night. Yeah. Yes. Some really uplifting music. What else? Uh, shark stories. We had we launched a new uh, what we call benchmark in the business. Oh, yeah. You know, like cool story, bro. Which cool we'll story, do every Monday. Bro. Yes, we'll do that yes. every Monday. Quaka uh, oh, selfie. Got oh, yeah, bitten on the by, face. By Quaka. Bitten. Careful with your selfies. Bitten. Uh, someone found the radioactive capsule. Oh, Not yeah. really, but awesome. you know, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I feel like we made it all of Perth feel safe for a moment, mm, only yeah. to find out it was Nathan that it found it. Nathan's useless. Yeah, Nathan. Untrustworthy. <laughs> and, it was raining uh, cash. It was raining cash. It's raining cash. Nice. Hallelujah. Find us keepers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I noticed um, uh, Corelli family going to bounce. Didn't make the podcast. but <laughs> Maybe should bring it up anyway then. No, Padgy, if you're listening to this, no, no, please no. add the bounce. No, no, it's break. fine. No, it's fine. Pete did a great break about him and his family going on the trampoline. Yeah. The Corellis <laughs> take over the bounce. Thought it was very oh, relatable. Oh, very, very relatable. Very relatable. Yeah. Enjoy bounce the on a trampoline uh, hurt myself. Podcast. Very relatable. Sorry if we hurt you. Yes. Bye. Pete, Matt, and Kimbo. The news around Perth went a little nuclear over the weekend. Cesium-137 was being used in mining operations. It was travelling from a Rio Tinto mine site in WA's north. It should have arrived in Perth, but never did. If not found, the substance could be radioactive for years to come. I mean, has there ever been a more needle-in-a-haystack story than this radioactive capsule that's gone missing. They reckon it's like the size of a, not even the size of a 10 cent coin. Uh, it's gone missing. It's fallen off the back of a truck. How reassuring. Isn't it? 
You know, that's how we carry materials around. I mean, you've, it's the equivalent of just giving it to someone in an esky and oh, being totally. like, can you just wander that down the street? Yeah. Like, how ridiculous. Because you'd think it w- like it would be in like a large box or something. Because you know whenever you see the movies and radioactive material like, or plutonium or yeah. something is being carried around, it's usually in a giant briefcase. Oh, absolutely. So this thing sounds like it was like just in the back of a truck, like just sitting on top of something tiny. Just, Even yeah. criminals who dispose of this stuff in the bottom of our oceans do a better job job of travelling it around and I, transporting it than we did on this job. To be fair, Rio Tinto have said that they're sorry. We're <laughs> <laughs> really sorry. We're going to leave yes. that radioactive thing on that. I mean, <laughs> what will happen? What will happen if someone's exposed to it? Like, Well, apparently it's severe radioactive poisoning that well, can happen. Yes, yes. It's it's not good for you. No, that's but for sure. you know what they're good for? The payout. Rio Tinto have got this. If someone goes radioactive or something terrible happens, they've got plenty of of money to be like everything. Shh, everything's fine. Oh, this could shh. this could be me way into semi retirement. <laughs> I, th- I think it's too late though. Ah, huh? we've had a phone call this morning. Um, a good friend of the show. It's actually been a while since we spoke to him. Yeah, and he, uh, to be honest with you, he sounds pretty bloody pleased with himself. Uh, Nathan from Beckenham is joining us. Good morning to you, Nathan. How's it going, Pete? How's it going, Kimberly? Good morning. Oh, Nathan, it's been so long, buddy. How have you been? I've been, I've been all right, eh? But, you know, it's been a tough time, like everyone, the last couple of years. But I tell you what, things have taken a turn for the best in the last couple of days because I was, I was up near Malaga uh, yeah. because of its semi-industrial nature up there. I, I do have uh, some business associates up there. And uh, <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I felt something in me, like I got me, you know, me double plugger and me thongs, and I felt something like a stone. I'll turn it around, and it's just kind of tiny, like, the, you know, like a capsule thing. And I thought, that's weird, but I I like the shape of it. I'll put it on me key ring. And ever since then, like, I've been feeling pretty good, I'll be honest with you, kind of glowing in a way that I haven't for years. <laughs> Right. Okay. So, have you have you taken a closer look at this thing, mate? I mean, we we understand you you were calling us this morning about this because it turns out that this is the capsule that's gone missing. Apparently, it is. I I haven't needed to take a closer look to it, Pete, because since I found it, I can see through walls. Right. So <laughs> basically, it's definitely the thing. I know they want it back, but like I'm thinking, actually. The, the fact that I now am able to be invisible and that I kind of have a superpower, I think I might keep it to myself, mm. eh? Okay. Well, you know, sure. What do they say? Possession is nine-tenths of the law and all that. Right. Yeah. And and no problem you doing that, Nath. I mean, you did find it. It's just that the, the police um, and the chief health officer said we yeah. strongly discourage people from picking it up. Certainly don't put it in a pocket. Don't put it in your car. Don't put it on your sideboard because it will continue to radiate. And they're quite worried about the health effects, maybe your skin developing some red yeah. burns. Oh, yeah, I'll tell you what, Kimba. That's why my missus has said keep it in my pocket, because we've already got seven kids. We don't need any more, eh? Right. So I reckon that the closer that is to me, to me tackle, the better for everyone, eh? Right, sure, Nafe. Uh So, mate, just before we let you go, um, uh, you know, what what are you ultimately, now you've got superpowers, you, you know what this thing is, uh, what are you yeah. going to do from here? 
Oh, look, I'll give it a good run for a while. I reckon it's got a half off of about 30 years, so I'll stick with it for a while and then put it on Facebook Marketplace. Okay, cool. <laughs> we'll look out for it. Um, thanks, Nafe. Well, all the best to you, buddy. Good to it's hear great, from you yeah, again. Good, great to hear no, things are looking up. No worries, guys. Go back to them. <laughs> Go back to them, indeed. <laughs> Something new for 2023. Hey. 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 Cool story, bro. <laughs> Chief. <laughs> our, our pots and pans guy, uh, Padgy, uh, who does here, the music for clearly. the show and the audio stuff, he's definitely not here. No, he didn't have that same professional sound to it that it normally has. No, and it's slightly confusing in terms of how many sort of things we've taken, how many styles. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, let me explain. Yeah. Um, so, and thanks to Kerry, the producer, for diving in on that. Yeah. Wonderful voiceover. Um, but basically, what we want to do is every Monday, we just want to hear a cool story, bro. Yeah. All right. All right? Now, you don't have to just be a bro. It could be no. a sis. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Feel free to Cuz, give us a call. whatever. Yeah. Um, but today, we're going we're gonna to kick things off in a very, very particular way because we're seeing lots of this. And, and it's not unusual for us to see this, but I just feel like we're seeing lots, lots, lots of this. There was a shark scare in Perth's north today, a two and a half metre tiger shark giving swimmers a fright at Mullaloo Beach. Shark versus dinghy off Esperance. This shark was spotted just metres from swimmers at Hillary's. A 15-year-old boy has survived a terrifying brush with a shark. A four-metre great white was a little too friendly, swimming right up to their tinny. Leave the sharks alone. There's there's a lot of shark stories. Lots of shark stories. stories. Tell us a cool story about a shark. All right. Oh, okay. so any time in your life anytime. or anything that's happened, yep. you just, we just want to hear a cool story about a shark. You could have been at the beach uh, and you might have been swimming and then somebody's yelling, shark, shark, get out of the water. And you turn around and it just happens to be that they're there. I mean, I've got a bit of a cool story about a shark. Okay. Well, then I was swimming in, uh, was it Thailand? Yeah, it must have been Thailand. And everyone else on the boat, they took us out to this island and everyone else on the boat was too afraid to swim. Yeah. Weren't confident swimmers. And I was like, well, we came to this bay to get out and swim. Yeah. I'm, I'm getting out. Yes. So they all sat on the boat and I got out on my own and just paddled around in the water and was having a beautiful time swimming in the water of, of Thailand. And it wasn't until after I got out, everyone said, oh, there were sharks around you. Well, there you go. There were a bunch of sharks and people taking photos. And I thought they were just taking photos of me frolicking. Well, you, no, yeah, sharks. you, you got a tie. They're you? a little bit, they're, they're quite small sharks there though. They were kind of like, you know. I want to hear about a big shark story. Well, you know, my mate Boogie, Yeah, his mum was running up the beach, screaming at her husband husband waving going Peter Peter because she could see there was a school of hammerhead sharks around a where he was school with, of hammerheads yeah, this was up north up north yeah and uh, he just thought she was waving at him so he's like oh love <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe you've been diving you yes. know maybe you're diving you come face to face with a shark right just tell us a cool story that also features a shark good morning Ross good morning Ross have you got a cool story bro Yes, I do. Uh, It goes back a few years ago. I was in Queensland and uh, I watched a lot of windsurfers surfing from uh, Magnetic Island across to Townsville, which is about eight kilometres. And Mm. I thought, oh, I can do that. And so I set off one morning to do it. And I got about halfway, four k's into the journey. And all of a sudden, a big sharp fin come out of the water about a metre away from the board. And well, as you would, I just crapped myself and let go of the boom and started jumping up and down in the board frantically, screaming for help. Uh, People looked about the size of ants on the beach and realised, well, nobody's going to hear you from here. So 
I uh, picked up the boom, but I didn't proceed to Townsville. I thought well, that might be pushing the threshold a little bit, so I just uh, turned around and went back. It just wasn't worth the accolade, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I do. <laughs> How big was the shark, Ross? Well, going on the size of the, the, the tail fin, uh, probably would have been three, yeah, three, three and a half. A pretty big, pretty big shark. Great nurse, I reckon. Oh, great nurse. Oh, Come on, Ross. You should have handled that. You pick those. <laughs> Mate, I don't know what it would take. Any shadow no, in the water is yeah. enough for me. Yeah. If it's seaweed, I'm panicking. You've got to be really confident to go, no, I know what type of shark that yeah. is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Tick of approval. Cool story, bro. Oh, yeah. That was a cool story. Absolutely. Janine in Spearwood, tell us a cool story about a shark. Hi, um, about 10 odd year ago, an acquaintance of mine and myself uh, went out, we thought we'd go out on his catamaran, it was that night, um, we were heading out towards the back of Garden Island, and we thought we'd throw in a line, and we caught uh, just a small fish, I don't know what sort it was, a herring maybe, and so we thought, oh, we'll use that as live bait, so we tossed that back in, and then all of a sudden we got hooked, we didn't know what it was. Um, and what had happened when we pulled it alongside the boat was we'd hooked a hammerhead shark, oh. and we just hooked him right in, right near his eye on his hammer. Oh, poor thing. Yeah. How was he? Was he yeah. all right? Oh, yeah, he was all right. Yeah, Jesus. Big. Little hook, big fella. Big fella. Yeah, no, he yeah. was all right, yeah. Did your Rex Hunt give him a kiss and send him on his way or what? Oh, I blew him once. Oh. <laughs> cool story, bro. Oh, very cool story. Nice, yeah. Andre in Karen Up. Now, mate, it says here you're the underwater videographer from Shipwreck Hunters Australia on Disney. Is that right? Yeah, morning, guys. Uh, Smashing Andre. job, Andre. Yes, yes. well done, sir. Well, great great show. Yeah, legend. He is. No, it was a blast, that's for sure. Well, you'd have a cool story about a shark. I was trying to pick one actually, but um, one that came to mind was just up, living up next mouth, and uh, so we had a whale carcass wash up, and obviously, yeah, you get you know tons of sharks. There was probably you know ten to fifteen tiger sharks feeding on the carcass, mm-hmm. and anywhere else in the world, you probably wouldn't really get anyone going near, near it. But being next mouth, there was there's families and kids and everyone out there just. <laughs> Diving Come on, kids. It. It, was, it was bizarre. It was insane. It's just like, some things really... that are like quintessentially Australian. Yeah, You're yeah, like, yeah, yeah, the kids are out there. Everyone was having a play. It, <laughs> it was it was insane. Everyone in town smelled like dead whale because we're, we're swimming in this in this whale oil and blah blah. But it was it was incredible. Yeah, we we uh we spent an afternoon there, my partner and I. And, but it, it did get a bit hairy once everyone started to leave. The sharks started to get more and more curious. And by the time everyone was gone, it was just my partner and I. Plus the sun was starting to set. Um, we had we had one good shark come in and start nudging me around, so we had to we had to get out of there. Really? When you say nudging you around, you mean you in the water or your boat? We're in the water, yeah. Oh, so like, wow. um, I just see my partner's eyes. I was like as big as saucers, and I look I look behind me, and it was already right behind me, and I just had enough time to put my camera there, and it just started pushing me through the water. It didn't have its mouth open or anything. It was just a pretty big tiger. Just sort of saying, all right, this is our food. Like, this, you can move on now. So we, um, you, you still got to watch your back. As, as amazing as they are, you still definitely need to watch your back here and there. Are you oh, satisfied? Yeah, you got man. good shots. <laughs> it was, it was incredible. Yeah, it was, it was insane. Awesome. Wow. Tell me that at some point you went steady on tiger. <laughs> <laughs> hold, hold up, mate. Hold up. <laughs> Thanks for giving us a call, Andre. No worries, guys. Check, Have a great day. Yeah, you too. You check out Shipwreck Hunters Australia cool on uh, story, Disney Plus. Bro. Yeah, cool hey, story. Certified. Bro. Cool yeah. story, bro. Yeah. Right. 
Saturday morning just gone in Perth. Uh, I know where I wish I was. Uh-huh. Wish I was hanging out at Kenwick Link. Perth drivers got quite the surprise during their morning commute with cash raining all over a busy highway. Police were told a bag containing a large amount of cash had been thrown or fell from a vehicle. Drivers stopped to collect as many banknotes as they could. <laughs> oh, yeah. They grabbed banknotes aplenty. The suggestion is that someone on the side of the road scored about 10 grand. Yes, I saw that. Um, and they're asking, police are asking people with dash cam to send in your footage yeah. so that they can go and arrest some people who took free money from the freeway. And yes. how likely do you reckon that's going to happen? Well, I don't know. No, oh, people are dobbers. Someone has no, absolutely sent in dash cam footage. Don't. To, you know what? Somebody just had their life changed. Yeah. Let him go. Let him be. Let and, him be. And you know what? Be. This is where the, it depends which <laughs> side you're on when it comes to the world of finders keepers. Uh-huh. Right. Right, because I think that this is the divider. There are yeah. people who are like, find us keepers, it's all yours. And there are people who go, no, it's just not right. Mm. Now, I, I did look up to see what the law was on this. And the reason the cops are saying you have to hand it in is because it, it's, a, it's actually illegal to take the money. It's still considered stolen. Sure. They say the only time a lost item is not stealing is if you hand the item in and uh, they can't find out who the owner is. And on reasonable grounds, they believe that the owner can't be discovered, and then you get to keep it. Yeah. Isn't it like they, there's like a three month waiting period on that? Yes, and yeah, I, I think one of the other things as well is like if you now don't quote me, please. Um, but if you like buy a property, for example, and you go digging in the backyard, so you want to put a pool in. Yeah. If you find something in there, I think you can keep it as well because um, you've bought the property. Mm, well, you know what? There's complications mm. with that as well. Is there really? Oh, there is. Yeah, yeah. And the silly the thing is, I'm <laughs> going to go out on a limb here and say that the people who took the money off the freeway, mm. yes. the chances of finding the person who the bag belongs to Probably slim. Mm. No, they've, anyone... they've not contacted the police themselves, <laughs> ever. Anyone with a yes, bag of sorry. cash that's got more than 10 grand in it uh, are not going to the cops to find no, out where their bag not. is. They're not. They're not. Mm. I want to know whether this whole finders keepers thing exists. Have you found money? Are you yeah. someone who discovered, you know, and you might have bought something in an op shop or whatever and you found something in the bag yeah. or you just, you know, whatever you've discovered, did you find money? Did you keep it? I mean, imagine 10 grand. I, I know how excited I've been when I've I p- pulled a jacket out of the cupboard that I haven't worn for ages <laughs> and there's a 50 in there. That's a great feeling. I'd even take a 20. Yeah. Peter in Baldivis, what did you find? Um, we got this uh, couch off Gumtree for free. It was a leather couch. We just moved into our new house about... Eight years ago. Anyway, um, my naughty boxer actually scratched a hole in the, the seat of the couch. Yes. So we're like, oh crap, it's ruined. So we put it out the back because it was really heavy until we could get another couch. Anyway, it, she kept digging at the, the, the couch seats and one day I was looking out the window. I was like, what is that? And it was a $100 note um, hanging out to the couch. And so I was like, what the hell? And we we're really struggling at that time because yeah. my partner hurt himself and stuff and really struggling to meet, make ends meet. And we'd, I was like, I'm going through this whole couch. And we found $1,300 note. <gasps> you beauty. I mean, <laughs> Peter, you got a free couch. I'm assuming you didn't try and take it back. Well, we, it had been that long since we got the couch. We didn't even know. We couldn't even remember where we got it from. Sure. Yeah, sure you, yeah, sure you couldn't, was, Peter. Yeah. Sure you couldn't. This is serious. It was the not, yeah. Um, honestly, if I, yeah, I, we didn't. 
I didn't have his number or anything. Yeah. No, no. no yeah. mate. That's, 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 yeah, that's, that's, that's the universe trying to help. Oh, far out. And if you've bucks. stuffed 1300 bucks in a couch, you've got money elsewhere that you've put somewhere else. Yes. If you don't remember it being in there, no. it's because you've stuffed money somewhere else. Yes. Uh, Emma in Embleton, finders keepers. What Your sister found some cash. Yes. My um, dad had just painted our driveway. And we had some big pot plants that had been tipped over and there was sand everywhere. And my sister sort of followed the trail and the footprints and she was led to my parents' swimming pool, which had a bag of cash in it. And there was thousands of dollars in there. Wait, hang hang on a sec. Can you take us back a moment? I'm struggling to follow this. She, What do you mean foot? she followed footprints and... Well, what? we lived opposite the Brisbane Hotel, uh-huh. so sort of just out of the city. There was a laneway that ran down the back of our house, and we believe somebody has been chased up our driveway, yep. thrown the money into the pool, jumped ah. the brick wall into the laneway yep. to come back for it later, but my sister had already found it. Right. <laughs> and how, how much, and Emma? We ha- um, I think it was well over three thousand, somewhere between three thousand and ten. Right. I don't remember the exact amount. And we had like a gate that went through to my grandmother's place. Yeah. And there was people with torches looking over my grandmother's fence. Right. Uh, okay. And my grandmother had our dog sitting at the bottom of her feet, and these people said they were police or detectives looking for somebody. Yeah. And we said, if you're police, please come in. Yes. They didn't. No. <laughs> right. No. Did you hand so the cash in? So what did you do in? with it? Yeah. yeah. Uh, my sister handed the cash in and then eventually she got a phone call to say she could keep it. Oh, oh. okay. So uh, you did get it back? She did get it back. Wow. Happy okay. days. Yeah, there you go. It's Being a good be. Samaritan helps. Yeah. I watched The Bachelors last night. Oh, yeah? Yeah. That just for, th- for the first time. I haven't seen it this season and I thought, oh, I'll just check in, watch a few cocktail parties or something. Turns out it was the finale. Oh, yeah. That okay, rolled around quick. around quick. It's only, <laughs> it's only been on air for three weeks. That is the shortest Bachelor time I think we've ever had. Yes. Um, season kind of sizzled or fizzled out as it seems, but I did get to see them choose their person. Mm. Okay. They all got a woman each. Yep, that's a good end. That's how they wanted it. Have you been following along? or No, I literally just, not you, seen literally any. Just went for I knew that there were three, three dudes blokes. in it. Yeah. That's yep. all yep. I knew. So I only saw the end when they'd already like started picking their person. It was like, you're a loser, go home. And then, hey, I'm into you. Right. That's what I was up to. I feel like the bad, like the bachelor peaked at honey badger. No, it yeah. well, it's, well, I think it's, it's, it's so went off its cliff after after Honey Badger. Yeah, I think. I Sophie know. Monk was so good; she killed the franchise. Mm, right, yeah, fair call. Um, but look, what I did notice is I was watching the show with closed captioning, which you do now because let's face it, our TVs and our sound bars. Why is the music so loud? And the people speak and the, so softly, and you can't hear any yeah. of the talking. So we've got everything up crazy loud, and I've also got on closed captioning, so I know what's happening. And closed captioning is brilliant because they actually spend time thinking about how to describe what's happening. So if someone's laughing, what type of laughter? But what I noticed last night is all of the little bits of music that they play in between The Bachelor, uh, they really, the closed captioning people, went to a lot of trouble because they didn't just write music plays. No. They really described the type of music playing, and I just hoped you guys could guess 
what music they think that you think you would call it if you were closed caption working, okay. right? Yes. Sure. Okay, yes. so I'm ready to go. I always this, wanted to be a closed captioner. This first track was played last night. What do you think this would be called? I don't know what the word is, but contemplation, contemplative oh, yeah. music. Yep. Um, upbeat, pensive. Ooh. Oh, nice. You like so, good band. So close, guys. It was <laughs> spirited music. Okay, oh, okay. Spirited We're on the right music. track. Okay, yeah. let's go with this one. I don't know, but they're all being played on the same keyboard. I know that. <laughs> uh, uh, um, I mean, they uh, could have still called it spirited music. It's but they uplifting. Um, I'd go with upbeat, pensive. Oh, my God, it's uplifting music. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. Well done, Maddie. Thank well you. Okay, Maddie. how nice about week. this one? Oh, change of time. Oh. oh. Well, there's, I mean, ominous is one oh. word that comes to mind. Uh, upbeat, pensive. <laughs> no, I, no, Downbeat, <laughs> pensive. Um, I would go with um, tension building music. Oh, yes, yes. The closed captioning people thought that that was unsettling music. Uh, yeah, unsettling? I'll go with that. That's no, good. That's good. And just for the uh, the final, the grand piece here, I think, you know, they really summarised this one correctly. Let's go with the final piece. Um, oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> decisive. Oh, decisive. Yeah. Um, I, mm, dramatic thinking. Soaring romantic music. Oh, come on. Soar, play it again. Soaring. Damn it, I should have used that as my wedding waltz. Pete, Matt and Kimber. Kids go back to school this week. Yeah, they do. And look, I Your parents been... love you, kids. They really no, love spending do. time with you over the holidays. We do. I've I been... think they're ready too. Yeah, yeah. I reckon they are. Yeah. I, like I've I've enjoyed every waking moment. I say when <laughs> any I say sleeping waking, moments. Didn't have any. No, <laughs> that doesn't exist. Uh, every waking moment. But it, for for us, it means, and I suppose for most parents, it means you can just take a bit of a breather from finding them new things to do every six minutes. You mm-hmm. get six hours. Mm. Yeah, just right. to you know. Yeah. I got two thirty comes around quick, doesn't it? Does, it? it really does. But you know, we've got a table laden with like half done craft kits yes. from Bunnings. There's yep. an aisle in Bunnings, and every time we go past the aisle, it's the dreaded. Oh, grab that one! They're like they're like five bucks each, so you grab one. We've got that many of those tiny little coloured pots of paint. Oh. That anyway, right? But last Friday. Um, the final sort of thing that we did to kind of go, let's squeeze one more little bit of kids' holiday fun out of these school holidays. Mm-hmm. We, we went to this giant trampoline centre in Cannington called Bounce. Oh, yeah. Okay. And you know what you do the entire time for 45 minutes straight? Jump around. Woo! 45 minutes. Jump around. <laughs> 45 minutes. Jump around. <laughs> 45 minutes. Jump up, jump up Say it again. Jump, 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 jump. <laughs> I mean, it feels amazing, and I'm yeah. jumping, and I want to go. Yeah, Did you, you know get what? good I'm air? Like, no, I got such good air. Okay. I got such good air. But I also discovered that, like, I'm I'm old now. So I like I'm thir- I'm 37 now. Oh, yeah. yeah, so things are starting now. 
we we got there and the kids got their little like, wristbands and everything. You yeah. got to buy your socks and all that. And we ran out there and um, Liz was off shopping at Carousels. It was me and the, and the three. And even Ollie Bear was out there like having the time of his life. But I was looking at it going, you know what? This actually looks like a lot of fun. Yeah. Like, I'm going to go and get a pair of socks and get me wristband and jump out there. The first trampoline. I jumped out there on. I did me neck. Yes, right. Like that's like, and and everything over the past couple of days feels sore. Like Aww. everything is sore. But we had a good time. It was forty five minutes. Now, just as the lady came over the the speaker and went, oh, "Those of you with a blue uh, thing, it is t- your time is up." And I sort of breathed a sigh of relief. But I had to get one more thing out. And they've got this long running trampoline. Like this thing, this trampoline that you can bounce half a dozen times. Then you can oh. launch yourself into oh. a giant pit. Oh, of, okay. Of, of, of foam. It's not foam. It's like a big airbag. Oh, I love it. Giant airbag pit. And I was like, I'm going to do it. And Liz had a go as well. And I'm going to do it. I did this. And I launched myself and landed in this pit and sunk about two meters yeah. and then couldn't get out. <laughs> really? Yeah. And it was really embarrassing because it was Friday afternoon, sort of last school holiday day. So there was a heap of kids there. One kid's on the side going, mate, you got to get out. This kid was like 10. Right. And yeah. then the final nail in the coffin on the way out is like, me was like, oh, dad, that was pretty embarrassing. <laughs> you Did so they have to oh. crane you out? Just about. Just winch him up to the top. He yeah, disapproved looks from the, you know, yes. the people yeah. like, oh, yeah. No, little, you gave little... it a go, buddy. No, you got mate, out there no. and you gave it a go. And no. all the other parents sat around and watched and didn't experience a thing. Yeah, my neck's not saying that this weekend. No. Is it? <laughs> my neck's not patting me on the back. Go, you gave it a go, buddy. Don't ever do it again. Oh, I was following a, just, just scrolling through Twitter and it's, Images come up, a dude called Toby GV. Toby's put a post up online with a photo of a quokka selfie, mm. which I've never gone to get a quokka selfie. Have you guys got one of your own? I have got one, yes. Yeah, you've got one? Yeah. Oh, it's, all the, it's all the right. It was, yeah. I've yeah, n- yeah. never... Roger Federer. Yeah, as soon as Federer yeah. got one, I said, oh, God, I have Gotta to have do one. That, Gotta yeah. have one. Yeah, see, I, I've never bothered. I've, I've just sort of thought, g'day, guys, and kept walking. Sure. It'll change your life. Well, Toby's gone in for a quokka selfie, and... Right as the camera's gone to take the photo, Quokka bit him on the face. <gasps> bit him on the face? Bit him. The photo no. is the exact moment that the Quokka's gone for his face, and then he's posted another photo of the injury. And so a bit of blood coming from his face, a uh, bit of a scar there. And, you know, he's just put it up and said, Quokka bit my face. He's mostly getting replies of people laughing. Yeah. Most- right. Yeah, because yeah. quokkas are so bloody cute. What kind of damage is it going to do to you, mate? He says, no, it was clamping down with the force of a thousand crocodiles. Really? It didn't want to let go. And so I've looked up some info on quokkas, and it turns out, yeah, their bites are quite dangerous. They're very sharp teeth and very sharp claws. And if they want to, they get stuck in. I knew they'd turn at some point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they've probably had enough, haven't yeah, they? Yeah, they've had enough. Yeah, I yeah. mean, he's, he's had some comments. Some people say it's the highest honour. You, it's it's oh, yes. like you've been lauded by being yes. bitten by a quokka. Um, some are worried now that it has a taste for blood, that, <laughs> that they should be concerned returning. Yes. Um, apparently, if you get cut by them, you'll bleed profusely. But what is good news for Toby is that it says most quokka bites are benign. They don't cause serious injuries or infestations or infections. Great. However, there's a few cases where people get rabies. Oh, okay. Sure. <laughs> I mean, what do you mean they don't get... Whoa. We don't Serious have infections here, or injuries, but you can get bait. You can get rabies from it. Hope you don't get babies, but no. rabies. So you've got to get medical help immediately. So Toby, <laughs> go and seek some attention. Good luck to you, mate.
And Rottnest Island, far out. They've got some issues now, don't they? I mean, number one tourist destination in WA. Yes. I mean, good luck after that. Oh, yeah. Jeez. Oh, Face off. Those quackers. Pete, Matt and Kimber. The Pete, Matt and Kimber podcast for Lottery West. That's the ticket because all available profits go to funding good stuff for WA. Play responsibly. 1-800-858-858. Next 94.5.